This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. Lonely Planet just got a little less lonely with Chris Zaya on Joy Drive. Good afternoon, Chris. <laughs> I do love that song. That is number you do, one. Don't you? That is number one on my beach time Christmas playlist. Uh, and uh, I've just got to say before we go any further, the next song that we are going to play is another Christmas suggestion from you as well. Correct. As like Chris's <laughs> Christmas favourites. <laughs> it is. It's my little Spotify playlist. I love it. Now today. We're going to be talking about some different travel with hints and tips, etc. We're going to be talking about trends in 2024. Trends. Okay, so let's talk about the first one. What's the first one? This is an interesting one. This is called gig tripping. And this is where, and really it's been born out of, would you believe, Taylor Swift. So this <laughs> is all, <laughs> Warren's like, are you what now? The, um, the Swifties are up to everything. So, but it's interesting. So gig tripping is about where you're traveling to actually see an artist or go to a music event, or it's become very, very important for people. Mm-hmm. We're doing it internationally. We're going to do it domestically. And according to Forbes, how's this for you? The Swifts era tour is likely to generate 4.6 billion US dollars in extra consumer That's spending. That's amazing. And she's an economy in herself. She's crazy. So when uh, she did a, uh, a concert in Chicago, she recently booked out 96.8% of the occupancy of that city, which is a record that was over 44,000 rooms were booked out in that city for her concert. Can you believe that's just phenomenal? It's is, a phenomenon. Is it just her fans? And people travelling to see her because maybe she's not playing in their hometown, so they're going in. And this is what gig tripping is all about. You've got an artist that you love and you're actually spending money to go in and actually see it. So, And it isn't just Swifties that are travelling, but she's a really great example of what this phenomenon happens to be. Do you do that? Do you do uh, gig tripping? I do. What do you do? Uh, I go to Eurovision every year. (laughs) (laughs) You do, don't you? I do. Every year without fail. Every year without fail since 2014. And it's just been announced that Australia is back in the contest and the big room rumour on the street is that Danny Minogue is going to be representing Oh, really? Us. Yeah, she put out some, I, I need to say tweets because I can't refer to it as X's. I don't quite know what they are. Mm-hmm. They're not. Um, but she put out a very interesting tweet about the stage being ready um, on against the official Eurovision account. So, everyone, it's just started everybody going, <gasps> it's her. Well, also, the UK have just announced that Ollie Alexander from years and years is actually representing them. So, the, the calibre of the contest going is going to be actually, good. It's going to be excellent. I'm Where is it? this year it's in Malmö in Sweden so which is um, which is just almost opposite Copenhagen so it's closer to closer to Denmark than it is to Stockholm so it's on the other side of the um, up at the side of the do country. you think because uh, you know I suppose that's where ABBA launched wasn't it when it was the sweet the, the Swedish 50 years next entered. year since they won with Waterloo and so. it's back in Sweden mm-hmm. do you think that they will make an appearance what's the tip there it's yeah. I, I don't know. Would you? What would you do I, if they just, did? I, would wet, you faint? I'd wet my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Flood my basement. No, no, no. I would. I would be to be there. And if Abba were to come out on stage, and I've been to the Abba experience in have you in been? London? Yeah. It's, What's it like? Uh, really weird. Like weird. Good, but mm. weird. And what 
people don't tell you is that um, there's actually live music all the way through it. So oh. the band is actually playing behind the hologram. Oh, so um, it's not just a complete electronic no, thing. Oh. So there's this. So it does create a massive kind of party atmosphere. So I get it. But we were on the floor, not sat on the seats, and so the floor is much more, um, much more 360. And at points in time, you've got like Agnetta's crotch in your face. Like it's like it's really quite full on. <laughs> and it's just like I don't. It was a really it was quite the experience. I don't I think I'd have to go again to see if I actually enjoyed it because it was uh, so overwhelming like to all of the senses. I heard a rumor this week that it's coming to Melbourne. Mm, I've heard of that. Have as you well. heard that as yeah, well? Yeah, just um, so they're apparently scoping out places to actually house it because there is a uh, the other thing that's hilarious is it's quite a ways out in London. It's in a little kind of dead spot. Um and there's uh, they've built little kind of cute those Tokyo cubicle hotels um, oh. out there so you can sleep in so a little pod. Is it sleep in a little pod if you want to? <laughs> so it's very yeah, so they 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 need a custom built venue to make make it work. I definitely want to see it. We are with Chris Sire from Lonely Planet. We're talking about big trends for travel in 2024. Chris, what's your next uh, Christmas selection for us? So the next one I think is really interesting because Skyscanner did a uh, a trends report that we we, we looked to everybody mm-hmm. when we were actually identifying what the trends are going to be. This one really struck us, which is kind of like off the beaten track foodies. Oh. So, and what this was really came down to was people going to specific areas to have a specific foodie. Experience. Oh, the next level of granularity. Uh, yeah. So instead of like not doing a foodie trip to Italy, mm-hmm. it's like I am going to Sicily to eat an original arancini ball. Oh my god! So goodness. it is that kind of like that kind of next level down. And then when you go into the data, which I'm always fascinated by, fourteen percent of Australians have booked a trip somewhere just to go to a specific restaurant. How's that? So somewhere around the world, just to go, just to, to go to have an, a specific food experience. Have you done a that? Specific restaurant. I've never gone to that level, but that is really showing that we're taking things. We've gone really super granular, and we're starting to understand that regions are, have kind of got different flavors, different food. The climates are different, so they're producing different um, ingredients or cooking with different ingredients, and so therefore the experience is different. I love it. I love it too. So let's talk about the next big travel trend for 2024. This one I find really, really interesting. So, and this is a very global trend, not just isolated to Australians, mm-hmm. which is everybody is looking for kind of luxe for less. So, luxury experiences, high-end experiences, but not wanting to have the high-end price tag. Okay. So, which makes sense. It does, but it's like, how do you do it? Yeah. So, this is all about people trying to work their rewards programs. So, using points for accommodation or for upgrading, you know, kind of experiences, actually really trying to kind of work the system. Um, We've talked a lot on this show about travelling in shoulder season or travelling off Mm -hmm. season to get better prices. So it's kind of going for high-end experiences but doing it in a way that is not going to break the bank. So I think it's a really interesting interesting way for people to kind of consider travel. And then when you look at where the prices are decreasing, I find it's really interesting. The biggest decreases in prices are to Auckland in New Zealand, like Ah. 35% 35% price drop in airfare. Why is that? Because, because no one it, wants to go there? No, 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 because it was so isolated. Uh, it was oh. one of the f- last countries to come out of kind of the lockdown piece and, and flights were incredibly expensive. So it makes sense that now it's, it's really dropping. But that's a great destination to have some fairly high-end luxury experiences I like as this. Well. Lux for less. Do you reckon the uh, Lux for less travel experience will, um, or the trend for next year will 
push prices down overall because people will say, well, actually, if they're bringing the luxury stuff prices down, we probably need to bring ours down a little bit so that we still remain competitive. Yeah, or or it's about the people kind of going, well, I will I will save here, but I will splurge here. So, uh, it's a bit like what I'm doing next year on the Greek islands. I'm playing a stupid amount of money for a house on a particular island, mm-hmm. but then not paying as much in other places. But there's a splurge moment that I want to have for this kind of total lux out um you know, infinity pool. Like, oh private, my goodness. Private beach. Oh, yeah. you know, all look at you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you look at my <laughs> Warren's like, your eyes, your eyes are popping. <laughs> but you've just come back. Where'd you come back from? I was in Las Vegas. How was that? Horrific. Oh, I hate Las Vegas. Oh, I just, yeah, was there for a, for a, a conference, which was which was fine. Um, I did find one very interesting thing to do there. It's called the Neon Graveyard, which is the graveyard where all the neon signs oh, from the strip. Fascinating! Go. It was the best. It was it was the best moment of the entire trip because you get a potted history of the strip via these signs that are all kind of leaned up against one another, and it's like. But then you kind of understand that this was the first. Um, woman of colour to own a casino mm. and this was her casino. This Are they was, working? No, yeah, they work at night time. They come on at night time. So, that opens at about two in the afternoon and goes right through to about 10 Oh, how fascinating. It's really – it was so worth going out there. And it's off the beaten track a little bit to go and see it, but it's called the Neon Graveyard oh, or Neon Boneyard, sorry. Neon, neon – Boneyard. Boneyard. Yes. Chris, it has been so much fun having you in the studio. So much fun this year. I I've, love it. I, I come into these segments and I just laugh so much with you and I love the listeners i love the engagement so i'm uh, looking forward to being back in 2024 and we love you and uh, thank you so much for all the time you dedicate to come into joy drive love it and you know you've got all these media things but you always make time for joy so Con- we really appreciate constantly. it constantly chris zaya from lonely planet have a great festive season and a happy new year and we'll catch you next year and to all the listeners as well eat some plum pudding <laughs> definitely <laughs> joy drive on joy 94.9 fm in melbourne joy on your digital radio iHeartRadio, tunein.com or the joy app no matter where you are thanks for listening to another joy podcast brought to you by australia's lgbtqia plus community media organization joy help us keep joy on air head to joy.org.au joy a diverse sound for a diverse community